0: Muggy Wednesday night in Melbourne, episode 39 of the Holy Puck podcast, John just dropped his guts in the dude, lab. Dude, it smells like boolean. <laughs> I, I, no, I can't even hide. I'm from not it. even working remotely tonight, I can't do it. No, no. But we are here in the lab doing we a are. new show, like I said, episode 39, the Holy Puck Puck. Jesus, Puck? this is Puck why guts? I usually
1: bring it in. What? So here for the Cheapskate Hockey, the best in the hockey apparel business, we are Holy Puck. This is Cam.
0: I'm actually like choking on my words you because are. it's
1: the high-tech water bottle that's got you. No, it's, it's not. Really you. It's whatever is
0: currently <laughs> leaking out of your anus, and is just it's toxifying sl- the air around me. Is absolutely it's ruined my vibe. Sludge. I think you'll find. Here I was having a grand Wednesday, <laughs> sweating. No, I didn't sweat that much. You know, I had air conditioning. It was a night. it was, it was then sunny. You, then you came to the junk room. I came to the junk room. It's hot as balls up here. You smell horrible. You look horrible. <laughs> Everything about this is horrible. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. But you know, like I, I am happy to be here because, as as my wife pointed out before I left, she goes, "Oh, good. This is the night where you can go and talk to someone else about hockey." She's As like, opposed stop to earbashing talking me, about things. like oh, do you want to watch this video really quickly? This is really interesting. She's like, mm, "Fuck off, Cam." It's not my ki- <laughs> it's it's not my kitchen rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the slap has got to do with the Bachelor this season. I'm gonna yeah. have to pass on that one.
1: <laughs> I know watching snippets from Young Blood probably doesn't rank high on the list of things she wants to do. A eh?
0: here's a Young Blood segue for you. Wow. So, on, yeah, I know, right? On the way here, I was listening to Keanu Reeves' interview on the Nerdist podcast, because he's on these, um, his John press Week junket for John Wick 2, oh, which looks fucking unreal. Mad trailer, by the way. Yeah, like and John Wick 1 was sick. Oh, never he, fuck with a dude's Beagle, right? He is just the best dude. Is that a Jay Beagle thing? Of course. Nailed it. Yep. Um, aside from being 52 and not looking like he's aged ever, like an absolute lord, so he's obviously drinking Satan's blood to stay young. Dude, there's a website called Keanu
1: is a vampire.com. Oh, Check I go out. to it every three days. It's yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, oh, you know, of course. Of no. course I know, yeah. But the, <laughs> the hockey segue, though, is every time someone mentions Keanu Reeves or a new movie or talks about him, I'm like, yeah, but remember his first movie? He was a French-Canadian goalie <laughs> in Youngblood yeah, with yeah, one line.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah and he has like probably, I'm going to say, 45 seconds of, of actual screen time.
0: Yeah, but it could be the best 45 seconds in hockey movies. Wow! Keanu's the man He is the man What wow. a movie though What a man Swayze Rob yeah. Lowe Rob Lowe Keanu right Hey let's like. Carl Racky Who was a real yes. life Who was a real, right. a real life OHL enforcer That's why they had him For the movie That's right But yeah. check
1: this out Like Rob Lowe What a fall from grace Though hey
0: isn't he back, though? Because he kind of RDJ'd it. So he was the king of the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, and then just like... And then he just went on all the coke benders, blew everything. Everyone hated him. But then came back like a fury. Well, Parks and Recreation. Yeah, Parks and, and Rec. And then Californication. Was he in West
1: Wing? No, he was in West Wing first.
0: West Wing first. So West Wing was the comeback.
1: Yeah. So he took like 10 years off to do coke.
0: I wonder who helped him out with his comeback. Because I actually know the story, the RDJ story. Wow, and, and, and how he dropped right off the map, right? And everyone's like, fuck that dude. We're not working with him. But then... Uh, apparently, he he had a really close friend who was the director or producer or something to do with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, and when they were casting it, they're like, you got to get my boy RDJ on. Yeah, and they're like, if it isn't,
1: he washed up. and Well, yeah,
0: they were like, no. And he goes, well, <laughs> here's the deal. I'm not giving you... Like Anything I'm not giving the movie Like I'm gonna beg And I'm gonna work And, and RDJ's in And he got in And he's, but hey. now he's Iron Man Yeah I know right Now he's printing money He's wearing three piece suits When it's warm Yeah because, That's how much money I mean look at him That's how you know it's rich When it's unseasonably warm And you're <laughs> to like I'm sh- still gonna wear a vest <laughs>
1: Yeah you know what I'm still rocking a shiny suit though Hey yeah. Too bad And he kills it He does
0: So look So
1: super Un-hockey related But still valid Shinfo
0: You know what I reckon The whole six degrees Of separation thing Right And therefore the six degrees Of Kevin Bacon thing Whose side note My friend J-Rock Who'll listen to this Legend He actually toured with a band with one of Kevin Bacon's relatives it might have been like a nephew or or something.
1: getting two or three degrees is pretty rare. Yeah, very, very rare. So he killed it. Because most people usually live on a a pretty solid five or six. Solid
0: five or six. But the point for me though is I feel like you and I could comfortably get within three degrees on any topic and somehow bring it back to hockey. Oh,
1: pfft. Without a doubt. In fact, I have to say though, when we were working together must have been the fucking worst because literally for everyone every else. ten seconds. Not for was, us, for everyone else. No, it was great because this that's how we decided to do the podcast, by the way. But because we, we, we people people bet us so that we couldn't do it and we're like, alright.
0: Yeah, where we were working together at the time is it like, just full of really grim, sad people who like, don't have any joy like, in Man, their
1: life. You guys talk about this all the time. I bet you can never do a podcast. That's fucking stupid. We're like, okay, let buy equipment, it's not that hard.
0: Yeah, because initially this was going to be a podcast about all different kinds of sports. And and all we were going to do was criticise everything.
1: Yeah, but now now we can just criticise the one sport, which probably is a little bit easier to deal with, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and I find it really hard to care as much about the NBA as I used to, especially because... Did you see this week the whole NBA sent out an official memo about being nice to each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, stop on the being internet. mean to each other. Oh. <laughs>
1: and the hockey massive were like, ha ha! Finally, we've got something. The,
0: <laughs> the traction was awesome though. So you had the preds say like, oh, you know, we shouldn't keep score because we're off, hang on, fuck that, we hate you. And the Dallas is <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, we don't like you either, see you on the ice. But the best one was the Cleveland Indians gave the Sacramento King shit. No, the Kings said to the Indians yeah well you guys blew a 3-1 lead and the indians twitter account was like yeah congrats on not making the playoffs for 14 years losers."
1: yeah yeah cool man you know i reckon you've got to be like super sharp to be like one of those those like dudes who like look after a a pro team's twitter oh you've got to be
0: yeah you've got to be red hot and i think um
1: those dudes are pretty it's very rarely they're spot on though hey
0: yeah and the thing that's really frustrating about all of this and like sport in general like any sport any great competition is built and sold on rivalry yeah a
1: little bit of beef and rivalry
0: is beef right and the nba is like we don't want beef everyone be friends and i'm like they're just diluting it and watering it down so much i'm like yeah i get it the game's at a more skillful level than it's ever been at and there's some fantastic plays and i just don't care because i just want to see a little bit of aggro
1: have the NBA yep. forcibly tried to, I guess, soften the beef game. S- went So the origin story of that, did it begin when people started making fun of LeBron's bald
0: spot? No, and I'll tell you why they're doing Whoa. it. That was actually awesome. John's phone dropped and I think it may have broken. No, my phone. Just it's to, a work phone. So I didn't just get. to, just hey, to wait, like, put an wait, exclamation wait, 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 mark next to his point.
1: Ready? 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 No,
0: okay. She good? Yeah. Um, no, here's where it started. Steph Curry. Uh, because yes. for the first time in 15 or 20 years the NBA had a clean cut wholesome likeable, likeable yeah, married yeah. with children not yeah, fucking yeah. around doing all the pingers player to market right. the league around so they've done that and they're like right this is our time to vanillaize to vanillaize it yeah. to make it more family friendly PG, we're going to make up the ground we've made up on baseball and I now know, we're going to try and make up the ground on the NFL This stop Pussifying the game I used to love.
1: Absolutely. This is exactly the same thing as the WWE did. This is when they moved from the M rating to the PG rating. They vanillaized everything. They fucked it up for everyone.
0: See, now you've lost me. Not because I don't care, and I appreciate your point of view. I'm right, though. I just don't know anything about wrestling because no. I didn't have Foxtel as a kid. Oh, so, yeah. I didn't have wrestling. So, so I, I didn't, it, I didn't so grow it? up with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you wouldn't know. You know I, I just I don't so know. They
1: used to have an M rating, and it was, the shit was just escalating, right? Yeah. And then, uh, uh, it's so a long story short. Vince McMahon's wife... Ran for office. Is
0: Vince McMahon the dude that tried to bring in the XFL? Yeah. Yeah, okay. See? So,
1: yeah. Wrestling. Yep. So, he, his wife ran for office and then basically, in order to, I guess, remove the stigma of wrestling, they, they dropped it down to a PG rating. And those of you who are listening know I'm, to, I'm right and know that it happened. And basically, it was the end of the of the Attitude Era and therefore, it was the end of wrestling being decent. So How did it ever of, have an M rating before, anyway
0: when it's like everybody knows that it's not full contact? Like as in I understand I I, I understand the throws and the grappling and all that. It was about the content. Okay. It was okay. about the content, so and that, and that wasn't me talking shit. Like, I no, no, actually like, don't know. That was yeah. An
1: so question. It, no, no, yeah. It wasn't about the the the. the uh, I guess the athleticism it was about the content that led to that.
0: Oh, like the skits, the skits, okay. and like so
1: they were literally just like getting strippers up on the stage, and they oh, were, they were, okay. It was getting yeah. very unfamily friendly I, which tr- was the good part. Because I've uh, tried
0: to learn about it because obviously, Joshy at work's big wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: if you ask him, like, He'll so when they everything. lost their PG rating, did everything change? And pretty much any wrestling fan that's worth their salt will say. That it's the PJ rating that fucked it, yeah. Because okay. it, because basically it allowed it destroyed their ability to, to create interesting and like like deep, um, I guess rivalries, characters, storylines. The whole thing has changed.
0: Yeah. Okay. That stinks. It hey, does stink. but before we jump into the actual show, one other very funny point. My father in law subscribed to the podcast last week. No, because he was over right. And wow. he's like, and he said to my wife, he's like, oh, what's the name of whatever Cam does again I'm gonna be a good supportive father good on on him and and he did it right and she messaged me and she told me and I said yeah that's really cool don't let him fucking listen to it though yeah oh and because I don't want him to think less of me as a human being and she goes too late he's already taken his headphones out and said well the language is very colourful now isn't it (laughs)
1: Okay, so this is why...
0: But he wasn't totally surprised, so it's alright. Because she has said to him, like, I've never dropped, like, an F-bomb in front of him.
1: But like, you look like a guy who
0: might drop a few but, F-bombs but, from time to time. But Charlotte Charlotte <laughs> says to him, she goes, my husband has the worst potty mouth in Australia. Oh, and he just, I don't know, man. he just turns it down for you guys to be respectful. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hey, so pretty good. Also, we've done a solid 10 minutes about not even talking about hockey, so we should probably get into it. Right. Tell me, Cam, what is happening with your boy, Torts? All
0: right. So at the moment, based on the way the standings are set up, Torts uh, and his boys, the BJs, are going to be facing off against the Penguins in the first round of the playoffs. which is, is
1: fucking great news for us Caps fans. I was going to say, it's a juicy matchup for fucking a number great of news. reasons.
0: Yeah, well, the real winner of a Columbus v. Pittsburgh series is, is going to be the Caps, like you said, because we all know your boys can trounce anyone. Except the Penguins. Except the except Penguins. Penguins. So somebody else can. We can beat them in the
1: regular season. Yeah. But you can't beat them across the series. <laughs> so somebody else can calmly <laughs> come, come in
0: just, and just knock them out for you. Or at the very least, you know how Columbus and Pittsburgh always play very physical games? Yeah, yeah. At least beat them up a bit. At least beat them up a little bit. I think that means that'll. It'll greatly help Well, we've Washington. been playing
1: much faster hockey this year. We've responded to the Pittsburgh conundrum of last year. Yeah, you guys have been good. Exactly. And well, we've been good. This half was not really convincing. This half of the season will be much better. Do you know what I reckon? Shit. What? Do you know
0: who's killed it for the Isles? Chimmer?
1: Oh, Chimmer. Oh, my God. Chimmer sick. When I saw him, he was the only one besides Savares who looked like he was giving a shit. Yeah.
0: He scored a penalty shot today. Yeah, yeah. Against the uh, leagues. Or they would have been shut out 7 0 without that shot. He
1: is. That he's actually a super solid player. I'll be surprised if he's not there for the next few years.
0: Yeah, he's a good ball dude. Fuck it. Waxes his dome too. Fucking A. Yeah, he does. But look, if the Bees can either J- sorry, if the BJs could upend the pens or essentially hurt them, it's definitely gonna clear the way for your boys to bulldoze their way through the east and likely tackle the sharks or wild out west. So as a caps fan, John, you'd be loving this matchup. Dude, I'm really happy. Um I mean And plus it's gonna be a good series to watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, if any time the BJs are up against the Pens, it's a great game to watch. But watching, like, potentially seven games of it, it's going to be pretty good, pretty good. Because that, that and that's going to create an intense rivalry. Because there's already a rivalry between the Caps and the Pens because of the well, the Ovi Ovi, uh, you know, I guess Sydney the, the, the story Sydney line. draft. Storyline, you know, draft. It's petering draft off because off, a good dude. Yeah. Obi's an older dude. And, and, and yeah. I think this year it was kind of put to bed during their all-star where they're like, oh, let's be mates. It's hard
0: to sell hate when you could comfortably have a coffee with someone.
1: Yeah, well, not even comfortably. No, it's 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 hard to sell hate when you can have a vanilla latte with someone over lunch. Spi- like,
0: spice pumpkin. Yeah. Hey, on that though, I'm glad you actually <laughs> said the R word, the rivalry word, because... Um, I, I've been, you know, like scanning message boards and comments, and Columbus hockey fans and Ohio hockey fans in general really have a bee in their bonnet about the Penguins, and that comes back to what well, we were saying in, in our NBA rant. Like, there's a legitimate dislike in that region for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Pretty much that, everyone that's, hates, and that's going to be reciprocated. Everyone I think hates That's them. fantastic. Like, you know how the NHL goes? It's Wednesday night, rivalry night, yeah, and two teams who don't actually have a and rivalry no playing, and you're like, oh, I don't care. If if the Pens and the BJs are playing a Wednesday night rivalry night game, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm all in. This is worth it. This is really good. Yeah, I know. and that's
1: that's the thing that I th- I guess the, the rivalry night's kind of like petered out because there's really only a few like core I mean, rivalries. Yeah, like there's there's the obviously the Caps Pittsburgh, there's the Habs Bruins. There's a, a few divisional rivalries, but
0: Blackhawks Minnesota is pretty. Yeah, it's starting to get there now.
1: And then there's obviously Battle the, the for Al- Alberta is
0: always going to be a thing. Yeah. Any of the Cali teams, freeway faceoffs going to be an issue. Yeah.
1: But then kind of then you've got the rest of the teams that kind of yeah don't really fit. Like, yeah. But it's like St. It, Louis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they hate the Kings and they also hate the Blackhawks. Yeah, they're like they're, they're like oh Ottawa
0: playing Tampa Bay. You're like, woo! You're like, cool. Good game. Yeah, good, great good, game. Good fast game, but...
1: It's not a rivalry,
0: man. Yeah, you can't like, make no it one, up. No, no one cares. cares. Yeah, you know, no one
1: cares. Look, let me put it this way: if it's if you're finding it hard to make like to make us care about a hockey game, like yeah, like come on, come on.
0: I think the key ingredient for any rivalry is that somebody has to have been hit in a shit way or injured in some capacity. In a contest in the last thirty years, that still makes a fan's blood boil. Yeah, that has to like be like that, a, an that's event a, that's, a core, that's really yeah, pissed someone off. That's like, a core ingredient.
1: Well, see, the good thing about uh, the one thing about the the I guess the Sid Ovi thing is who's better, right? Because they started literally at the same time. You know who you know who's who's got more points, blah blah. blah. So at least there's that kind of. There's one a, you leg. know what they've
0: got? They've got a KPI. They have a KPI. There's, there's, there's an actual Who's metric you where you can go, yeah. Let, let's measure this here rivalry.
1: Exactly. Currently, it's OV, but I mean, it's been injured more. So. I, I
0: like the Chicago, Minnesota one because Minnesota, it's like... Underdog. It's like, look, it's we, we lost our team. Our team migrated to Dallas. We got a team back. Since we got a team back, we haven't won a cup. You know, the team that left and went to Dallas, they won a cup. There's a bit of a chip on the shoulder about that. Chicago's a legit division rival who keeps winning Stanley Cup. So that, yeah. that's a very. <laughs> they that, keep that, winning. And obviously, Minnesota, like the, the slogan is the hockey state. So they very obviously have a bee in their bonnet about Chicago. So I love that as a legitimate rivalry.
1: Yeah. And, and more importantly, I, I think it's it's about time that Minnesota picks someone to hate, you know? Because if you've ever met someone from Minnesota, that's Lovely. super nice.
0: I used to work with this dude from Minnesota, yeah. TJ. Nicest Lovely dude. dude. Nicest dude ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: every dude I've been from Minnesota, fucking top draw, right? I'm like... You,
0: at That's least the third time you've said top draw tonight. Did you just watch a show where someone said top drawer? No, I don't know.
1: I don't know why. Where's it know. come from? I don't know. I don't know. Was Maybe I'm just really enjoying wearing undies today.
0: Have you, have you made new friends that I don't know about? <laughs> <Yeah>. Cam, <laughs> who do you know that I don't know? Yeah, good call. <laughs> good call. Yeah. Good call. All right, so look. Very obviously tonight, we are going to focus a lot on the whole and out, Julian in, Boston, Montreal, what does it all mean? Before we do that, we're going to knock over a couple of little points, a couple of quick and not-so-shit hits, and then we can get very seriously yak. Well, we knee-deep. Knee-deep. Knee, knee-deep. Balls-deep, some might say. Strap on your skates, Gordy. we're going in. We're going all the way in. <laughs> My oh, God. I love that Mrs. Krabopple episode, by the way. Yeah. How yeah. sad is it when Bart legit stands her up and she cries, though?
1: Yeah. You know what? That episode, I reckon, is probably the most heartbreaking of all.
0: Favorite Simpsons episode? Mine. Yeah.
1: Treehouse of Horror, where Krusty Clown is is the the evil Krusty doll.
0: Yeah. Is that the favorite? Yeah. The outright favorite.
1: Yeah, because of the line. Wait for it. The absolute line. I see a problem. Someone switched this doll to evil.
0: Oh, oh no! And the way he says it.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, Someone switched this doll to it <laughs> evil. Yeah, like it's, like it's just nothing. Oh, I see a problem. Like like, um, like a doll could be evil. I don't,
0: I don't know why I think my favourite outright favourite Is when Bart and Milhouse Are in that boy band That's subliminal messaging people To join yeah. in the Navy <laughs> Eva uh, You know that one yeah, yeah yeah Hey By the way Who did it better By the way Them or boy, South Park Songbird of a generation Songbird Huge singing <laughs> Huge singing voice yeah, Done yeah. karaoke once And <laughs> got forcefully removed From the venue For quote <laughs> Killing it too hard <laughs> You're bringing shame To our competition <laughs>
1: i <laughs> the worst known as killing it too hard. No, I'm can, sorry, um, sir.
0: You're doing too good of a job. Please please. Me and a buddy drank a bottle of tequila and did you know that Huey Lewis Gwyneth Paltrow duo?
1: Oh, from Duets. From Cruising or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah or
0: duet, is that what it's called? It's the movies. You, yeah.
1: s- you said the song. I said the. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- almost so here, together we got it right. We
0: we'll see, hear how deep my voice is. And then my mate is the same and so it's just like wow. it would have like, be, yeah, been all bass. it was
1: tweet. so you gave yeah. the tweeters the night off <laughs> <laughs> no trouble don't, don't worry about it here no, no don't worry sh- about it boys
0: no shit trouble cleft tattoos to be found on anybody <laughs> how good a I'm a music teacher how good how good a dudes that get trouble cleft tattoos like? oh hey no. do, do you like music Whoa. Whoa! Ed Sheeran fan. No one likes music. That's a revelation. <laughs> what kind of music do you like? Do you like rock bands?
1: Do you like rock bands? Wow! wow. Do you go to shows? Oh my god!
0: Wow. All right, we should actually cover this, though, because I'm having too much fun just wailing yeah. on the general public.
1: Hey, so Gustav Nyquist, your boy, oh who you've been a big fan of for quite a while. God, this so X, bad.
0: Robinak uh, Jared Spurgeon, which
1: is out of character for him, but. He was offered an in person and rejected an, it. An in person interview slash hearing for the for the misconduct and decided to say fuck you and the six game ban. Definitely. Well, here's the thing. Definitely. Or is yet to it will, it's will yet, cop it will capper is yet to be announced, but he's going to get it right. Well, an
0: in house hearing guarantees six games, and if he'd had any kind of case, he could plead it down to four or five. Or but two. I mean, it's been, but I've it, seen it pleaded down well, too. two. I think we know it's going to be at least six because Duncan Keith got six for his. Um, his head slash.
1: Yeah, for a similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think
0: it's it's really interesting though. Like, okay, for one, Jared Spurgeon wasn't actually that hurt on the play; he was no. back on the ice really. So that's got to get him some. Lead. It was very out of character for him though. So I think you know the, the Wings are having a shit season. It is what it is. Um, I think let's give him a fine.
1: And maybe no, a he's weeks definitely
0: off. getting the six games. The thing I was gonna say though, do you follow Brian McGrattan on Twitter? No. All right, former former Flames hard ass yeah. Brian McGratton. blowing up about it. Really? He's like. He's like you guys want to remove enforcers from the game and shit like this happens, he goes hot tip. If someone sticked one of my teammates in the face, there'd be ten dudes out there to beat the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> I don't I, I feel like the whole I don't know, I don't want to get into the whole like removing because. Uh, yeah, uh, but but I will say I feel like <sighs> I don't want to say it's being pussified because I'm not the, I don't think that's the right word, but I feel like again just that little little bit of vanilla. you know we're just trying to just make it a little. Look, I, th-
0: I think everybody was probably more shocked than anything because I think people who know Nyquist as a player know that's quite. Well, out he's of still char- quite a young, that, and and they know it's quite out of character. So yeah, he
1: seems to be kind of like yeah, you know, he seems to be like a very like I guess like Anze Kopitar, very fair, yeah, very like level-headed kind of dude. Fully,
0: fully. And I mean look The thing is this too Like um, The fact that Spurgeon Wasn't seriously hurt Obviously helps But because of who did it I think Chris Stewart Wasn't just gonna Jump the boards And beat the shit out of Gus Nyquist Because everyone was a bit like Oh he did that Really? Okay If it was some Like if Steve Ott did it Yeah everyone
1: would be like Okay "Okay,
0: (laughs) Yeah whatever And they did it So I think That probably took everybody By surprise as well And people were like That's that's just a little unusual
1: Yeah Maybe and maybe maybe
0: And maybe he'll cop it The next time they play we, Who know, probably not, though. We don't know, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, really? It's I don't know. I feel like... Brain fart. It was a total brain fart.
1: Yeah, dude fucked it. Whatever. Like, It's just one of those things, you know?
0: While we're talking about the Wings, um, unfortunately this week marks the passing of the Wings owner, Mr. Rye, aged 87, so he obviously had a big innings. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Huge part of Motor City, though, because he didn't just own the Wings, he owned the Detroit Tigers, he had a pizza business, and uh, I've read a few, a few blogs and listened to a few other shows in this last week, and everyone had a lot of really good things to say about him. Um, said he was, you know, very smart from an early age and business-minded and actually cared about the community. And, yeah, so thoughts and best wishes to his friends and family. That's that. You look at the Wings, dude. In the last kind of year or so, they've lost Gordie Howe, They've lost their own in Mr. I. And then the Joe Lewis Arena is getting knocked down. That's a trifecta of... Yeah, it's, it's a bit upsetting. It, huh? it truly is the end of, end of an era for the Wings. And this is the first year that they're going to miss the playoffs in a quarter of a century. Yeah, so a couple of very significant deaths in the organization. They're leaving their old home, and they're not playoff bound. Very much a, a changing of the guard in Detroit.
1: Really is raining shit on the <laughs> city of Detroit.
0: <laughs> you know who could fix this, though? Who could step up and get it done for Detroit? Cheddar Bob, Eight Mile. <laughs> when, he's not, I was, <laughs> when I was he, really when hoping he's,
1: you want to say Steve. Watt. <laughs> when he's not busy.
0: When he's not busy shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. Cheddar Bob could sort this out. <laughs> I
1: shot myself at the balls.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Jump in. Because the St. Louis Blues have got the blues when it comes to their injuries. They do. Stancy's been placed in an
1: IR, which is looking like, well, upper body. So I'm suggesting it would be three to six weeks. So essentially
0: it could be anything from his dick to his eyeballs.
1: Yeah, pretty <laughs> very, much. Very helpful pretty information. Much. So NHL. from the waist cheers. up, he is injured. Similarly... In continuing with the tough times, Robbie Fabry, who's obviously one of their younger legends, is also also out with an ACL. So there's the rest of the season. So three to six months. (laughs) Corked.
0: How's that though, too? They've had frustrating goaltending all season. Allen turns it around. Ken Hitchcock got fired, fired. obviously. Yo comes in. Things are going well. Jake Allen's on fire since his little sabbatical. Bang! Bang! Lose, Injuries. Lose Fabry and Stancy.
1: Awesome. Well, there goes lines one and
0: two. Bye-bye. Yeah. bye And like, yeah, you're replacing irreplaceable parts, essentially. Well, mid-season irreplaceable yeah, parts. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not looking good. Hey, that upper body injury thing again. Seriously, who do we have to complain to to get that change? Someone gets injured in the NFL. They're like, right, they've torn their right meniscus, and he's exactly what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, and
1: here's exactly where he's a photo. And
0: then yeah. NHL. Some part of his body As a boo-boo yeah, yeah. Show, me, show me on <laughs> this doll Where Tom Brady hurt you Yeah yeah
1: You show your point To where he touched you yeah. And that's That's the point I, I hate these These generic And the worst thing is The, the, the status out Which has crept into The NHL's um, I guess Vocabulary In terms of The status of their players Like What the fuck does that even mean Out So they're not on IR They're not playing They're not training What the fuck
0: Just give me more info Gary Bettman's got him locked in his basement. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Because he, he looks like a like creep. Hey, well, um, on the injury front, Andre, Pat out, out. Uh, he's on IR as well with a lower body injury. Nice. Probably a good thing for Winnipeg because Connor Hellybook put up, um, uh, he only allowed two goals today in the game against Dallas and the, the peg actually got a win. I know. So maybe, maybe Andre ja. being on IR is not a bad thing. Maybe. Andre, I'm sorry.
1: Although, Hullback's been getting heaps of starts. I've had him this year, so they've been splitting it. Yeah. It's been really good.
0: John, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Hey. So happy. This is actually relevant to your interest. So now that his hometown of Las Vegas has a hockey team, apparently Bryce Harper's jumping off the Washington Capitals and onto the Knights. I'm not sure how stoked fans in Washington are going to be with him going, fuck the Capitals. So let's be honest, Wizards? Not mad. Not mad. Redskins? Disappointing. Mm -hmm. Um, Nats? eh, Yeah. The The Capitals are the best team your city's got. And the single most popular athlete in your city is abandoning them for another team. Pretty much. Another team being spearheaded by your former GM. I know. Which is just, I
1: guess, I feel like there's definitely some axes to be grinded. John, as
0: a Capitals fan, talk to me about how this may feel. And obviously we understand Bryce Harper is from Las Vegas. We do. and
1: Additionally, I will say though, I didn't know that any, any professional... Had actually been like made it out of Vegas. Come assume, from the Vegas area. Yeah, I assume the only like professionals or pro athletes I had were like, you know, meth dealers. Like, yeah, I, I was thinking like the the Elvis impersonators that marry people in, in casinos. Yeah, I mean, good that call. The, the professionals they had. Yeah. Anyway, so how butthurt am I? Ah, oh, look, to be honest, it's, it's hockey and he's a baseball player, so I don't really give a fuck. But I feel like there's a lot of a lot. There's going to be a lot of people who are, like going to feel a little abandoned and start questioning. Maybe they should maybe they should go for the Oilos or something.
0: I feel like he's missed the golden opportunity. You know how you see those pleb fans yeah, who have, have a no bandwagon team, in team and their team when they stitch together two different jerseys. Yeah. I feel like Bryce Harper could have got a golden knights jersey and a Capitals jersey, <laughs> mixed it together, and it's like Las Vegas Capitals or the Washington Golden Knights yeah. and stitch two jerseys together and they'll sell like hotcakes exactly. Very foolish, Bryce. Yeah. Very so you missed
1: out on yet another perfect marketing opportunity. So, you know, even what? still, though,
0: take your godlike talents and yeah, your millions of dollars and your good looks and, and great haircut jam- and your sweet car and your khakis, oh. <laughs> jamming up your ass, Bryce. <laughs>
1: It's always the khakis that get us, man. Hey,
0: speaking of well-dressed dudes, though, King Henrik notched his 400th uh, NHL win this past week, so we should give him some daps. Tip our hat to the man.
1: I feel like you'll also
0: notice that not a single hair was out of place. Mr. GQ comes (laughs) through again. (laughs) Always. first European-born player to... uh, Notch the 400. Notch the 400. Yeah. Very, very good stuff. Yeah, man. Did you read the Players' Tribune article with him recently about him talking about his, his childhood to now?
1: No, admittedly I admittedly have not. I've I haven't done a lot of reading on the train lately.
0: Dude, fantastic! He's like, you know what?
1: I'm reading it tomorrow.
0: He's, he's just fine. basically talking about how he and his brother played on the pond and you know, uh, where they're from, obviously in Stop but, it! You, but his brother was it's it feels, isn't it? His brother was a scorer, and he's like, well, I guess I'll get in goal. Yeah. And I just talk to and it. Talk, and, oh, there it is. And he's like, you know, we never thought we'd get off the uh, pond, and then we played for you know like a big town, and then bang, I'm in New York City, and I'm like, wow, I'm, wow. A, I'm a long way from home.
1: Well, luckily, feel, feels. Luckily, were GQ <laughs> scooped him up, and the rest was history. <laughs> feels were
0: had. <hot. laughs> feels were had. All right, we've rambled a lot, so you know what we're going to jump into. What's we're going to talk about some good news, so then we can attack oh, some, this Terry and Julian Some thing.
1: more feels. I don't know. I feel like the the Lundquist story's got me. Got the got my cockles murring. Oh, I yeah.
0: <laughs> don't ever oh. talk about your cockles and anything murring in the same my sentence heart cockles. again.
1: Cockles, you spastic. Oh, whatever. Anyway, um, so the cap is something nice. This week, um, other than uh, enforce the Ovi must shave his beard rule. Which How
0: has is... Ovi not got a stylist after all this time? Well, like, look at my here's haircut. Let's he... be honest. Look at my haircut, right? So he... Red red hot. That That's a fucking tight haircut. Ovi, please. I know, right? Please.
1: Homie needs to upgrade from the bowl cut. You know what I'm saying?
0: Do you reckon his mum legitimately still puts the bowl over his head and does it?
1: Well, you know, I hear he's no longer living with his parents, oh, which is super you know cute. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oves. <On your obes. laughs> oh God! Jesus
0: Christ! Uh, no, what they did do though, as part of the you know hockey is for everyone you can play initiative that's happening throughout. Yeah, February, which
1: which NHL have really done a good job I'm with
0: this year, I think. Super stoked on yep. the um the Capitals. Uh, I I really like what they did with it. So it was mm-hmm. and hopefully I pronounced their name right. Uh, Fatima Al-Ali uh, She had the experience Of a lifetime in Washington She got to skate And practice with the Caps And she looked Fucking red hot Yeah On her feet, Good hand She was yeah. great And she looked um, like She was
1: having the, like, An absolute, absolute ball Absolute time to... of her life yeah. Which
0: was sick uh, Dropped the ceremonial puck In the game Against the Wings that night um, and if you want to check it out, there's a lot of pictures and video on the United Arab Emirates Embassy U.S. Instagram account, which is where we got it all from.
1: Yeah, Or you can check out the Monumental Sports website, which has all
0: of it, mm. too. But it was yeah. like, she seriously looked like elated. Looked yeah. Like she was just having the nah, best time. And everyone around her was having a good time because of it. And yeah, some of this stuff can come up as a little cheesy. And no, I think they a good, everyone, job. good job. I think they're doing a good job. And often good vibes... Are kind of cheesy. You know what? They've done. A, they've done a great job. Don't question the
1: vibes, man. Just get on board. Get on I, board. Speaking b-
0: of good vibes, though. Yeah. All those,
1: although, although he is injured, and although this is yet another good goalie story, which we're almost getting close to our. We, it's almost time to end. We've the almost go-
0: hit the goalie threshold. Jim. We've almost hit the
1: goalie good story threshold, which could almost be a thing. Copyright Holly Park. Um, Jake Allen was presented a sign stick to the five-year-old that sent him some words of encouragement during his
0: oh that was cute his uh that was cute his,
1: his, his slump period aka most of this season
0: I was gonna call it sabbatical had his little break <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was still there but yeah he, he was, was there like, but you know Ma- but
0: Martin Brudeau is making him a good goalie again sure how's, how's that fire hitch couple of words from Marty done bang <laughs> But I, I feel like
1: he was he was there, but he was like on the bench. He was like in a, a public servant, in an Australian, <laughs> like government department. Like he's there. Road,
0: road sign holder.
1: Right. <laughs> he's, road sign yeah, holder. You've got the certificate, but yeah, what no, did you achieve, really? But uh, no, that was awesome. So this, Great story, this, this man. kid
0: Instagrammed a letter that he wrote saying, you know, head up, Jake, I got you. And yeah, yeah, everyone's this, this, still behind you, do This kid and his you, dad, dad were, in, we were invited into the rooms, and he signed a stick for yeah. him and told him to hang. And he also mentioned in the video that um keep an eye on your mailbox there's a bunch of loot that I've sent out as well yeah it's coming so home I, long, I really yeah. dug that and it seemed quite genuine as well
1: no it's, uh, like you said a lot of people think you know oh it's a bit cheesy whatever yeah, you know what
0: I'm into it Get I around like it. cheese
1: I, I will say though I think that we have
0: I had souvlaki's for dinner I love cheese
1: oh dude dude I made a
0: mad <laughs> stir fry by the way dude
1: you know what's gonna happen though squirts squirts yeah <laughs> Just oh,
0: way. on Jake Allen being a mad dog and signing the stick, though, something for me to be pissed off about. Oh, yeah,
1: because that's what that's what I need. More things to be pissed More off about. More things to be angry about. Where oh, do you have the time for the list of things <laughs> that can't <get> be <laughs> pissed off about? I feel like we've been talking for thirty-two minutes, and there's not nearly enough time to uh, We, I need to go to bed at some point. You know All right, I mean? I'll
0: be quick. I'll be quick. The Patriots <laughs> obviously won the Super Bowl. I'm a Patriots fan. That's fantastic. Tom Brady's post Super Bowl signing sessions. The entry yeah. level item to get signed with him is $499. So basically, what what it, what it appears is happening is like if if you're a random kid in the street with your dad, yeah, and, you're and you're you, like, saw, well, t- you saw you saw Tom Brady there. at the supermarket, you'd roll up. You'd be like, "Oh my God, Tom, I love you. Can I get you to sign my football card?" He'd be like, hey, kid, great to meet you. Yeah, super No, stoked. No, look, they're just, not... A, I'll just they're look not out for the car and, yeah. just, and just
1: grab some isotoners real quick. Yeah, they're not a <laughs> formal
0: sponsor. So essentially, this list is items <laughs> that are sanctioned to be signed that yeah. you have to buy off we the company. We did a pre-buy and then... Pre-buy and then he signs, and then he them. signs them. And the entry level one was $499 US. The packages went up to a couple of thousand dollars. Cool, man. That is absolute horse shit.
1: Highway robbery.
0: I'll tell you, like, hot I tip. I've got children. If they ever roll up on, like, an athlete or a musician or anyone they're interested in idolizing... And they ask for money. And they ask for money. I'm probably going to try and hit you in the fucking mouth. Yeah. That's yeah. bullshit. I'm
1: not going to say... I'm not, Sorry. You'll stab them, but, like... You're not gonna go for the face.
0: No, I don't want to touch Tom's beautiful cheekbones. But <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's bollocks, dude. Like some kid uh-huh. is gonna be absolutely heartbroken by. It. There's plenty of people whose dads can't afford to spend five hundred dollars on a signature. Us being one of them. Absolutely. Of them. Well, like, when I, I you feel like have kids. Exactly. I feel like when this... your balls start to function and you have children.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which could be soon. Could be soon. Could be, soon. Could be any day now. <laughs> any day. Now. <laughs> We're
0: waiting for him to drop.
1: We are. Oh my God. Jesus. Drop watch. Drop watch. We. Jesus. Torch watch. Drop watch. Jack watch. Holy fuck. Watch watch. Have you ever, ever watched ceptioned oh
0: Jesus. Jesus. It's hard. Jesus. I know. But um, yeah, much. that's horrible. And again, hockey, Fucking... hockey players better than yeah. everyone else. hockey
1: players killing it. Ki- kid, look Jake. I know you're blowing it. Stick with it. No, Tom Brady. Dead. Tom Brady. Look man. Just gonna nip out to the and grab some Isotoners. I really, you, you have to <sighs> 600 bucks though. Rubbish. Cool, man.
0: <laughs> Rubbish form, Tom. Um, the Sabres have been getting amongst the two. I saw they had a bunch of their players sign and raffle off their rainbow pride-taped sticks from warm-ups and stuff, which is going to fetch a little bit of money for the yeah, cause man. as well, which is and great. And the
1: Hulk beast has been getting amongst it.
0: Oh, Holtby's mask is awesome. So yeah, it's awesome man. to see him leading from the front, as he did last year at the Pride Parade. Yes. There's a man who puts his money where his mouth is. But do you know what the best thing out of all this hockey is for everyone you can play shit is? Other than awareness? Other than awareness, the actual best thing is that on our socials and our website and the other hockey outlets, the tiny tiny amount of negativity negativity i've seen is fantastic i've not seen
1: i've not i will say though i've been actively trying to avoid negative sports commentary yeah. since our last podcast. I've been trying to see what it's like to actively avoid it but I've noticed similarly that it's been hard to to, to find it in these posts. People which is getting obviously it, fantastic. Just having a good time with it. Just being super supportive which is weird for hockey fans. We're usually yelling at each other. Well,
0: and what it tells me is people are getting the message. People are getting educated. Yeah, no, people are wising. Just, pe- just pe- wising pe- up. You know? People who weren't maybe as socially aware as they need to be are. Yeah. Or they're at the very least, they're starting to think about it to the point where I'm not going to flap my gums on the internet and make myself look yeah, like a prick well, today. Yeah,
1: we're not, well, let's be honest, it's not giving the crackpots a platform. Yeah. And so everyone else is like, actually, let's be super inclusive, have a good time with it.
0: It's just all positive, which is So sick. much better, right? It was, it's, yeah, it's, so been, better. it's been really good. So that that's the best bit about it. It uh, seems to be overwhelmingly positively supported. Which is weird, to be honest. Very strange for something to be so accepted in
1: 2017. Yeah, I know. I know. All good vibes. Still time.
0: All right. (sighs) (sighs) Coaching. Oh, coaches. Oh
1: Oh my god. So okay, let's talk. Let's do a little bit history lesson first. All right. So, so we're
0: gonna we're we're gonna speak a little generally, and then we're gonna
1: get straight into it. Get in there. We're gonna fist fist double fist. All right. So, (laughs) and so let's talk about history first. Right. So. Generally, over the last five years, what have, what have we seen mid-season?
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go with Jeopardy. I mean, go, born in 1952. but I'm, no. I'm not that white. Okay. Yeah, so over the last few years, what have we seen mid-season? If a coach gets fired... What happens? The team starts to kick ass, And then
1: they usually ride that all the way through to the playoffs. Some teams... Early exit. All the way through to a, the way. to a cup. So it's either... So it's, you're it's,
0: referencing it's, the Penns outfit when they fired... Your homeboy, Terryan,
1: Yeah, Terrian. Uh, yeah, And, uh, and uh, the year after, they flicked our... Um, but last year, when they flicked Bosma, and they, they picked up and they went all the
0: way. And they went with Sullivan and they went all the way. That's right. But so this year, we've actually seen quite a few coaching moves. And the coach comes out, the team gets good. So Hitchcock out, Blues get good. Obviously, that's going to fall off because of yeah, fair and Stancy are fucked. There's a lot of injuries. so we Gallant can, we can out, Panthers okay, but that's just, not Tom Rowe's fault, that's injuries.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're just... Not a shit, right? Yeah. And so, so we can see immediate effect. But Capuano
0: right? out. Isles good. 8-2-2 yeah. two two since the firing, apart from today where they lost 7-1 well, well to the Leafs. Yeah.
1: So so maybe it's going to turn back around, but still, time will tell. Right? Time will tell.
0: Julian out. Beast smash out three on the trot, including blanking the Habs and smashing the Sharks.
1: Yeah. So it's all there, right? How? So, yeah. Terrian goes out. Julian's in. Haven't played yet, but no doubt, about to turn the corner.
0: Uh, it's going to be a very interesting so week of training.
1: Five, we're, so we're talking, What was it, six?
0: Five, I think.
1: Five, yeah, five, five coaches out in one season. That's got to be some sort of record for a start.
0: Mm. Yeah, look, I didn't bother checking into that. I think but there it is is some,
1: there's, there's probably not a list. But the thing is, this is huge, right? So this, this changes teams' dynamics for the better. So, for instance, the, the Capuano piece... Um, for me, is the stand like one of the standouts beyond obviously the Bruins, but like that we're going to talk about a bit later on. But of the ones that we're going to not focus on so much, I think the Capuano one's a big one because it really suggests. Is it because he has good hair? How do you get? How do you go beyond a man with a mullet for a start? So obvious, boys going to Vegas. Great hair. Great hair. Um, he's he, he can't afford Vegas. He's, going, Vegas. he's, going, he's going to <laughs> Wrong! Atlantic. Wrong, Vegas cannot afford him in that he, hair. Idiots. He's, Atl- he's
0: going to Atlantic City. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's just a short drive, (laughs) short, comfortable drive. (laughs) Um, No, but it really obviously suggests that they're putting their faith behind Tavares and the rest of the team. So it changes changes the dynamics a little bit, where they're obviously with it being forced to play. Defensively, Like, obviously, Cappy was not making the best decisions with his line choices. And this obviously allows him to shake it up a little bit and follow the veterans, changes the
0: voice in the team. So what you're saying is when a change like this happens mid-season, a coaching change, for you, the standouts are the on-ice changes. And it's a change of system and a change of pace. See, I'm not going to argue with you, but I'm going to speak to a different point.
1: Well, there's many positives of changing the coach mid-season, camp,
0: And I'm not saying it's not a positive. What I'm going to say though, the biggest change is it's a cultural change. Yeah, yeah. And the cultural change is what's driving everything. The on-ice stuff, I think they don't really tweak it as much as we maybe think. Maybe, I may- think, but, you know, but see, here's how I look, if, if we're talking about the Isles, right, here's hockey, how I look at it, right? Hockey's a, hockey's
1: a strange thing, you know, Cam. Oh, this mysterious mistress. Lots, lots of ebbs and flows, you know, you swap out the coach, you swap out the, you, know, you change a little bit here and there, and then all of a sudden your team starts winning. Well,
0: you know? here's how I see the Isles thing, right? They're like, right, Johnny Tavares has one more year left on his deal. We've got to get something. We would it. like to keep him. Yeah, so right? we've got to make a move. We need to, to show him that him. we're prepared to be bold. A little bit of solidarity. Fire a coach, that's bold. Chase some big contracts. That's yeah, bold. also bold. Get you a new home. That's bold. Bald, yeah. So, the, so the, for the islanders, it's, it's, like, it's all what cultural. else do you need? It's all cultural.
1: So really, the you know, we'll we'll get you a nice apartment. See, in Brooklyn, with the blues, with the your balls, with the blues, Literally. I think it's
0: system based. I think Hitchcock maybe had a few outdated ideas, and Yo's tweaked a few things. Yeah. But yeah, with the with the Isles, more than any of them, I think it's cultural, which leads us to this Habs and Bees situation. Oh. Although it should be noted, though, that you shouldn't judge a team from a coaching firing. Give no. them 10 games. Yeah. So and Everyone's think, like, oh, the Bees are killing it without Julian. I'm like, let's see how it goes after 10 games. Yeah. If, they, if they knock off 10 on the trot, I'm like... Oh, okay, shut, fine. I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Give them 10 games. Exactly. And, I mean,
1: very rarely will you see... this. We're in such a good spot right now. Very rarely will you see five coaches fired in one year. And more importantly not all of these teams it's gonna be gonna six
0: by the way because the stars will file into your rough
1: yeah well not not every year will you see this but the thing that i i'm most interested in is which one will ultimately be successful because you've got me. five potentially six coaches who will be kicked out
0: on their ass right? me i'm actually the new coach of the florida panthers i haven't told anyone yet okay yeah <laughs> do you know why i took the florida job over the others they said I could. I said I could wear a floral shirt. <laughs> they
1: said you wear a floral shirt, and they set you up with a pattern on South Beach. Fine.
0: Oh my God! I'd have Imagine. The, I'd have the best tan.
1: Imagine. You know what? I prefer if, if I was offered the, the coaching gig at either Tampa or Florida or uh, or the Florida outfit. I would easily take. I would take Tampa.
0: Oh, uh, Tampa! Do you know 100%. why? Because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers—they have got a pirate ship in their stadium. Yeah. I'd be there all the time.
1: Oh, oh, I, also, I watched a BJ's game the other day, right? Yeah, they were wearing the the third alternate uni. Best jersey in the league. With the, the with the cannon on it and the the, the cream. So tight. Faw.
0: Hey, here's one for you. If you could coach any current NHL franchise, yeah, like any current roster, yeah, and the money was the same everywhere, and you could have your pick at them, who would you coach and why?
1: Ooh. Uh, you know what? I would probably coach Winnipeg. Why? Um. For the, mainly for the challenge, right? They're in a difficult
0: div. Oh, see so you're actually being serious about this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay.
1: Difficult div. I think they've got a, an interesting mix of players, so it would be difficult. I, I, I think, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want an easy like job. Like an easy job would be like the caps. Like everything's set up already. Trotz has yeah. done a good job. You just come in. You don't have to do anything. You can ride it for two seasons to get fired. Whereas, like,
0: so you're actually taking this really
1: seriously. Yeah, totally. Though. I, I would, I would coach Winnipeg 100. It would the, be actually interesting to the do. Peg. All right. Yeah, because I, I. I we're people managers, right?
0: Yeah. That's
1: my job, right? So right. you're literally just managing people, and you just get your, you just hire the right assistant coaches, and sit back and do nothing.
0: Do you want to know who I would coach? Hey. You ready? Yeah. Montreal. <laughs> do you just, know why?
1: To, to, to
0: tailspin them. <laughs> <laughs> no. To sabotage <laughs> from within. Not even it's, just to sabotage. i call. I'd call <laughs> it. You'd be found buttons. out on the first day.
1: <laughs> He's wearing a broad shirt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, you know what I'd do? Yeah. And
1: there's you shifty eyes. <laughs>
0: oh, sh- call oh a, shit, I think I've been found out. I'd call a press conference on the first day, stand up. I'd say, All right, everyone, thanks for coming. I'd clear my throat. Yeah. And then I'd go, I don't even speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Just might drop and run. Flip, flip the table and run out of there to a waiting jet. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then I'd come yeah. join you in Winnipeg as an assistant because that's a good jet. To Winnipeg. You get uh, of it?
1: Of course. Oh, no, I know. Totally, I'm totally on board. Now it is. <laughs> Although I did thought, I, I thought you'd say, so we're firing. Shay, b- 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 d- all right, bye.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe I'd stick around for a couple of days and trade Thomas Blacanek. Be like, dude, you're earning $6 million and you are dog shit. You're going to Vegas, You're going to Vegas. You're going to Vegas.
1: I know, right? And you know what? Hey, sidebar, you yeah, know yeah. who I reckon he's going to go to Vegas? Me. Well, yeah. Next obviously. year. I actually am going yeah, to Yeah, yeah, all right. Shit. No, I, reckon, game, yeah. I reckon one of the Ducks big guns.
0: Right, you reckon? Yeah. yeah. You, you really think so? Yeah. They, they've both, that but they've both got no trade clauses.
1: They would I have reckon to waive them. They, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I just have a feeling because I was watching the, the Caps Ducks game the other day, right? And I'm like, you know what? They really need to pick up a big forward this trade deadline, right? Because it's not working for them, right? What if they
0: throw $10 million at Patrick Marlowe for one season? 10 million dollars <laughs> They've got They've got <laughs> money to burn No,
1: yeah, I know But like like, uh, What if I Fucking spend 9,000 dollars On a Like a 98 Corolla corner? No
0: but like My point is though They've got to hit a cap floor right Like teams like Arizona are required to yeah, Like overpay team, Teams there. like Arizona Picked up the Pronger And Datsuk contract So they could get to the floor right Yeah it makes sense Vegas are going to have to Take on some big deals Yeah Like Marlowe's out of contract At the end of the year Take him to Vegas Yeah
1: let him grow his beard back. Oh, smashing call! Sma- All right. Just enjoy so now, it.
0: now that I'm done sabotaging Montreal, let's Which talk is about Montreal way. for realsies. I know. And I'm stoked to be doing this because let me tell you, of the five other hockey podcasts I listen to, I feel like we're. we're I think we're actually going to get ours out first because we're, we're recording tonight. We're gonna know, be beaten by a few hours.
1: Very rarely are we topical, Cam. Well, yeah. And very rarely are we. On, well, that's wrong. We're always on point. What am I talking about?
0: Oh. Continue uninterrupted, Cam. All right, so. A week after Cloud Julian was axed by the Bruins, boom, as everybody would now know, the Canadians have hired head, uh, sorry, they fired head coach Ma- uh, Michelle Terrien, and they've bought in Cloud Julian. It's worth noting, this is the second time the Habs have fired Terrien. This could be. Who was jettisoned in 2003. And do you remember who replaced. Oh, yeah, that's right. Julian Lynn- replaced him <laughs> then as well. He could be, could he, this could be like the weirdest, like. I
1: guess coaching matchup slash replacement storyline. This could be. In fact, I don't think there's been another type gonna, of storyline. I'm going
0: to recon this tomorrow. This could be the only time in sport. Yeah, in in the history, a professional, professional sport. coach has been fired and replaced by, by the, the same person twice. Twice.
1: Yeah, not so once. fired. like, but imagine there can't be. This can't be a thing. Like anyway, if this the, if, is
0: if this was a video podcast right now, I'd be holding up that aliens meme. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. History Actually, Channel, aliens, big hair,
1: bang. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or you know what? You hold that. I would hold conspiracy, Carano. Carano Ooh. Because I don't. I kind of feel like this is, this is, this is such a, a such a cool story. Like not only it do is a you, really
0: interesting story. It is like
1: not so. Not only do you pick up a coach, you fire your head coach, and then you pick up a coach, but you pick up the coach from your arch
0: rifle, your nemesis. Like,
1: your, your nemesis. Like so. But there's, it's so funny. Like I, I spent a lot of time on Reddit today, um, on the way home, oh, just, so just reading just up on like, it,
0: like every other day.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I, I spent a lot of time on our hockey. And so I was reading through a bunch of posts, and there's so many torn Habs fans who are like, "This is really good. Like it's it's good to see a coach who can." So many can torn
0: Bees fans as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and it's so funny. You know what would be even funnier though if the Bees.
0: And the Habs met in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then there's this some sort of weird story. I, I feel like this story's not done. It's, a, you know it's definitely
0: I mean? not. And I think you there's spot it. The thing that's really interesting about this, again, you think of the divisiveness between Montreal and Boston fans. Oh, yeah. This is, I've never seen two fan bases so united and so politely conversing over something yeah. that are it's normally so, so against one another. Because I was watching, like you said, Reddit and forums and yeah, comments. And, sections, like, and it was 50% Habs fans saying, this is fucked, he's a defensive coach. And then the other 50% like, saying this is sick. Yeah, yeah. And then B's fans saying, I fucking hate Montreal, fuck you Julian, you're a traitor. Yeah. And then the other 50% who are in my corner saying, Good move. well you know what, yeah. we ousted him. We didn't do it in a particularly classy manner. And he's got another job with a divisional rival and a good roster at his disposal. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I'm and, happy for and him. And
1: great move on their part, Yeah, considering what he's done at the bees. And I so, think we can
0: all admit my meme game was on point today yeah, from was the Holy good. Park Socials. Yeah. So um, here's the thing. Look, it's impossible to hate CJ. He's a good man. He's a great coach. He bought a cup to Boston after 39 years. You can't root against them. It's just going to be really odd watching the coach I've known for the last 10 years and... You know, I I liked hockey as a little kid, we've talked about that before, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed the game, Mm -hmm. but I think as a lot of people would also freely admit, you become more in tune with it and the business side of it and stats and people and your knowledge base expands the older you get. So, the last decade has been my most, uh, I would say, involved in hockey, Mm. and therefore, I feel very familiar with him, yeah. And so really seeing him behind the Montreal bench is just going to be very, very odd it's when super when, weird. when I, I have blindly cheered against and rooted against the habs for no other and reason and everything than they're against they are the habs exactly right yeah.
1: and you hate them just because they are right
0: well i mean not just, i mean and look again now that i'm older there's other reasons to hate them the entitlement and the way they run the league the yeah league yeah the, team the, and the
1: whole the whole thing sucks everything right?
0: about them fucking but stinks, now there's but, yeah. a positive
1: light right and so there's something that you used to hold so dear now now is
0: now is it's it's co- changing. Coach of your
1: arch rival is this going to change my the boy. rivalry?
0: Well, is I, it, is, I think it will because it's it's just so weird. Like, he's got a good roster. You have to he's a smart man.
1: Team now,
0: they're probably going to win two cups in the next ten years with him at the helm. Yeah. Watching Montreal hoist a cup with it's him is just going to be. Upsetting. I don't know if I'll be upset. I'll be, be so happy for, for him you. and then conflicted. But
1: I think it's going to be weird for all Bruins fans, who of, of which have expressed that throughout the day today. And well, I think I think Habs fan.
0: It's going to be weird for reasonable. Level-headed headed headed Bruins fans. Ah, yes. And then the fuckwit component of our fan base is just raging, going, "Oh, percentage, fuck him!" It's just going to be the same old shit.
1: Absolutely, as it's super funny, and and I think it's a really interesting and weird story. Um, But I mean, there is an upside here. Like, I think I think the Habs have. I think it's all upside. I think I think the Habs have made a really good decision in this, and I mean, they get that. I I guess defensive coach. I mean, Terry and I. It's always been hard, like, I, I've always found it hard to sort of get what he was trying to do as a coach. Like, I feel he is, like, he, other than the media hijinks, let's put it that way, right? Like, he's so keen and so eager to throw his players under the bus and actively act like a fuckhead. And destroy them in public. Whereas now they have a coach who he doesn't is, do that. Who doesn't do that? Who's loved by his players? and players want to play for him. I think.
0: Well, Brad Marshans like I would be no one if it wasn't for exactly. Julian. So you've
1: got this dude who is known for building players and building dudes from like, like. You know what he did? He didn't. Nowhere. He didn't build
0: players. He built people. Exactly. Yeah. And so
1: now you've got you've got dudes like like Patches who are like, wow. Uh, maybe i'm going to stop being hated you know maybe this is this is a new leaf for a lot of dudes no
0: one's going to benefit more from this than patches i reckon cuz the first time he's going to feel so like dudes. in a while he's like i've got someone in my corner
1: yeah and so maybe he'll be a stronger dude maybe he'll just maybe i feel like the habs have grown so much character and they just haven't even played him. yet do you know what i mean
0: do you know what the interesting thing is though so mark Bergevin, the habs gm Essentially prioritise keeping Terrian over keeping PK Suban because there was an obvious rift there, right? Yeah, and then Which f- means six months ago he legitimately believed this roster under Terrion
1: was, could was win gonna a win the cup, cup. That's right.
0: And they could do without Subban. And now it's at the point where it's like, I need to make a coaching change. Yeah, because holy all, shit I traded PK Suban for this man. I know who is going. Yeah. Imagine <sighs> And obviously look. It's not like you got well, a It's, it's right? not like you got a bag of pucks in return. Like they got Shea Weber. It's all good. Yeah, who's
1: actually doing quite well there? It's
0: all good, but long still, term, he's now like okay. I backed the wrong imagine fucking Julian horse. I backed
1: with that roster and Saban. Look, I <laughs> I don't
0: I don't necessarily see it like that because you need to remember Julian won a cup and ran a team with a heavy-hitting stalwart defenseman as his yeah. key piece in Chara. Yeah, yeah. So now he's got a heavy-hitting stalwart yeah, yeah. key blue line piece in Weber. Weber so right. I think the Weber thing is more familiar to him than the Subban thing would be. Yeah, because Subban's a very different, that, beast. Yeah, Subban, totally Su, different beast. Yeah, totally different beast. He's an offensive, puck-moving kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. In saying that, Responsible, Julian and his coaching staff have been growing and grooming Krug to yeah. do that Subban role. So it's not like he would have spat in the face of it and gone, Well, I don't want a puck moving yeah, playmaking yeah. No, legend. I, you know? I think he's going to You be know very, what I'm saying. I,
1: I think he's gonna be very happy with the roster he's got. And I think Apart he'd... from
0: David Dehane. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Worthington, if you're listening, you will be so happy because you know he's getting dumped or benched or something.
1: Something, yeah. Miners for sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, oh. Yeah, look, I, I do th- there's there's three very specific areas that are gonna get impacted by this trade, and that they are as follows. So What does it mean for the Habs? What does it mean for the Bruins? And what does it mean for the league as a whole? So we've kind of tackled a lot of what it means for the Habs. We've said that. But there's a few other areas. So the Habs pick up a defensively-minded coach who's going to tighten things up around a clearly injured and struggling Price. Right. Much needed because Price has not had a good run lately. No. In turn, that should help them revive their season, make their way into the playoffs. If the Habs can make the playoffs, they're a true X factor because... The NHL more than any other sport at the moment. It's in an any given Sunday thing. Like on your yeah, best day, on your best day, you can't topple anybody.
1: Yeah, it's, especially the the top tier, the the top the top twelve teams. It's a it's a mix and match of yeah. who's the best on it. Like because so, this is very even. And then even when you get into the top echelon, the top four. Yeah. it's Any of the top four, any any depends on who's 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 on the who's yeah. on there, who's had their Wheaties that day and who's who's going to bring it.
0: It just so Price gets a break. Refines his mojo. Yeah, defense clamps down a little bit more. The so lines get reshuffled. Really you know, gets fucked off. They move good. some dudes around. So then that, that this, this that brings is in this question is thing. very good for the Habs defensive unit. for Absolutely.
1: Sure. So then that brings in a question: What what do they do at trade deadline? So th- there's obviously some. This things. is a big one. This is some tweaks that that need to happen. So we obviously saw Big Joe Stacky this week come out and suggest what the price might be for Matt. Oh, me. he needs <laughs> to. <laughs>
0: For those of you that haven't seen this, Joe Sackick said if, if they want Duchesne, he wants a first-round pick, an NHL-ready prospect, a top-two blue liner, and a first-line winger or something. As it well was as something
1: a six-pack of hot dogs, your dog, and the keys to your house.
0: And your firstborn. Of course. It was like absolutely ludicrous. So he's
1: obviously on meth, and, but that, that doesn't mean necessarily that the Habs doesn't don't have the system to support it. Doesn't mean he won't get it. And... Uh, he will somewhere, right? But the thing is, do the Habs go for Deshane? Maybe not. But the point is, they they have the room there. But now they've got at the helm, they've got Julian, who is a well liked, well seasoned veteran coach who is known to many other GMs. Who is now not an AJ all right. Let's
0: let's let, So now let's let's play. Let's do play. some role play. Ooh. All right. So I'm going to be, like role play. so you're going to be a potential, you're, you're going to be a player who's potentially available at the deadline. Yep. And I'm going to be Habs GM, Mark Bergevin, right? Okay. And so All is right.
1: this pre or post-trade?
0: Post-trade. Uh, pro, post oh no, let's, let's go pre-trade post, first. Post, post-ousting. Yeah. Post-ousting. So, so, so let's go pre-ousting first.
1: Okay. Oh, hey man. So I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, you're, you're I'm a
0: top six forward. A, let's say you're Matt Duchesne, right? I'm, actually, I'm you're, a top you're six Matt forward. Duchesne.
1: I really like to play for your team.
0: All right. Hey, it's Mark Bergervan from the Habs. We're coached by Michelle Therrien, and we kind of are in a mess at the moment. Are you keen? Fuck no. All right. It's Mark Bergevin from the Habs. How you doing?
1: Well, oh, hey, man. I heard you just fired your coach.
0: Yeah, we've just hired Cloud Julian. He won a Stanley Cup um, five or six years ago. Everyone knows he runs a tight ship. Um, players who used to be nothing more than pests, like Brad Marchand, have developed into all world players players who think the absolute world of him we think you'd be a really good fit under him and he can probably make you a better player and a person how do you feel mm, yeah let's hit a meeting okay cool let's set so, let's so, hit a meeting. so yeah. you want your agent to make this one happen yeah 100 yeah 100%. okay cool see,
1: see, see how the two you see the very clear difference between the two right yeah and and that's that's simply because it, it really changes the way in which the front office can operate because generally they would have to factor in the fuckettery and have yep. to go well Look, so you're gonna get a coach who's basically gonna yell at you, treat you like shit, um, beat you in front of the media, essentially. Well, that, that was the and, and not and not do anything.
0: That was for the you. that was the point I was gonna make that with Terrien as well. Like the Montreal media are savage, second most savage media market in the league behind Absolutely. Toronto, right? And Terrien gave them no protection. He threw them no. under the bus. He threw them under the bus. Julian, he used to fucking if Saban the media the are getting bus. up and about, and they're like, let, let's say they come in and they're like, oh... Yeah, Brendan Gallagher's not doing this and not doing that. Julian's the kind of guy that would, that says things like... Fuck you. I'll work with my players behind closed doors. Yeah. I would like to now talk about this.
1: Yeah, yeah. In, like, in, so yeah. the development of my players is my business, and yeah. how about we talk about this instead? And if you don't like that, don't come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think totally this is... Story. from From a cultural standpoint, um, this is nothing but a positive for the organisation, and it is going to yes. greatly improve their ability mm-hmm. to land potentially the big fish they're looking for at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess on the flip side for the Bruins, like we've suggested, there's a little bit of sting here, but I think the thinking Bruins fan, so to speak... So which, like me and Josh. Which is probably... We know that we know two of them, and both of them are engaged somewhat with the podcast. Thinking thinking Bruins fans going to be like, you know what, good move. Sad to see him go. However, good a change, change was needed in the Bruins coaching lineup this year. That was obvious. Yeah, look... And I'm- additionally, the move to the Habs will have you guys torn like we suggested before because of the whole is this going to come back and bite us there's yeah, always going to be hate that. I hate there's, that there's always going to be there like what happens if, you, if they fuck yeah, us yeah and, and see
0: I hate that because there's a huge faction of a, num- a number of teams fan bases and they're like we don't want to make a coaching move or a player move because what if that player goes away and kills it? I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's always going to happen. And if your auntie had a dick, she'd be your uncle. Exa- you know what? Like, it's it's that's out of player, your control.
1: As soon as a player leaves, they yep. turn like. So one of my, my all time regrets being a Caps fan is letting Matthew Perot go. Right? He's, I he's, thought
0: you were going to say Philip Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know,
1: you know what? That was. You know you're right in saying that, but that. Uh, but I, I, do, I, do, I do like Perot, though. I never, I never got to got him play, right? Whereas I watched Matthew Perot play. I watched him for the three seasons he was here. I was, he was one of my favourite players, right? Yeah. And then Good they beard. sort of... Great beard, right? Yeah. Phenomenal hair. They just let him go. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all they needed was a great... Like Barry Trotz, right? Yeah. Barry Trotz comes in. Right he, coach. He, right the right coach. Yeah. Who, who's got... someone. He, he was able to turn Mojo around into an all-league scorer, right? Whereas... Yeah. Under, you know, under Oates and Bru- and um, Brucey, he was just. Just terrible, wasn't working, yeah. Right? And so you, you see one of those players going, you like, fuck, you can't dwell on it. You just got to let it go. You got to enjoy the player elsewhere.
0: I agree. I fully, yeah. And, that's, and we've talked about this before as well that one of the things I do love about sports as an adult is that you support your team, not yeah. just the individual. Yeah. But you somehow along the way, you learn the capacity to be impressed by. And root for players keep, when they you, don't you play. You pick it. up a player and you like, like you can't. I, I back go out of like, my way to watch Dallas Stars games because I love watching Jamie Benn. Yeah. Um, I go out of my way to watch Winnipeg games because yeah. I, love, I love that roster. Yeah, it's so um, super it's, exciting. It's a fun so team to watch. Days. So, um, yeah, so on that, I, like, I actually think this is good for the Bruins. We know, like, I don't disagree with the Julian firing. It was time to go. My beef was with the way that they did it. And having, again, read some other blogs and listeners and podcasts the last week, maybe I need to stop being such a fucking baby about it. That's fine. I do think he needed to go and they needed a new voice. And I don't care if he goes and has success with another club. In fact, I actually hope he goes and has success with another club because he seems like a good person. But more importantly,
1: I think the big winner here is really the league because think about... The rivalry is going to be renewed. The rivalry is renewed. A good strong Habs team is excellent for the NHL it's always been
0: and here's the thing strong Habs strong NHL somebody said this to me once upon a time too they said a rivalry is not a rivalry if one of the organizations is going through a lull or their shit like like, both
1: teams have to be super strong like
0: like if the Habs are terrible for five years how's that a rivalry if they're easy beats you want to lose to them sometimes. Exactly. You want some fucking vitriol and some venom and I think Absolutely. Julian heading up that roster, I think it's sets, a total game changer. Sets up that a lot of divisional games every year that are going right. to be very spiteful and potentially some really fucking fantastic playoff hockey if we're lucky based on the way things are projecting. Well, look at it this year. We might even get it this year. Can you imagine this year Sorry, if- a Bees versus Habs? Playoff series with all of this, you
1: yeah. couldn't write that shit. Well, I mean, even just the broader picture opens wide up now. So now the Habs are definitely back in the conversation simply because of the X factor they bring. You've got the Caps, you've got the you've got the um, the BJ's, you've got the Pens. You're also uh, that's just in the East Coast, and then you go west and things open up again. So things are now more exciting automatically.
0: And you know what? Like you said, the better the, the better the Montreal Canadiens are, the better the league is. That's it. It's the same. I will say, like, you know how we joke and the Leafs have been shit for seven or eight years, right? But when they're good, the league is better. That's just how it is. The Leafs have been great to watch this year and there's a level of excitement around them. Like, at the end of the day, right, no professional competition or business is any good if someone is just completely shit to watch. Like, like, I take no joy in the abs being shit house and watching them play because it's just a... It's a fucking bummer.
1: I know, and it's 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 hard to watch uh, to watch Arizona games because they've they've not they've had a string of bad luck, right?
0: Side note on that: <laughs> my son and I were watching the Oilers Yotes game before I came here. Yeah, and he's six, and he turned around and said, "Wow, Dad, the team in the wa- the team in the white really suck." <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: like, <laughs> you're not wrong, son. You're not wrong, son. <laughs> That's why I love you. Yeah, um, I So
0: like, I've got one final question for you then, because we've covered it, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I've got one comment and one question. Right. Potentially wow. throws a spanner Calvary in the shocked. Eastern Conference because you know how we said... Well, it squeezes we, we, the Habs into the conference? Well, you now. know how we said if the BJs can take care of the Penguins, Washington have an easy route to the Cup? Yeah. Here's your X Factor.
1: Yeah, exactly. So currently the Caps are looking at facing the Rangers at this point, right?
0: No, I wouldn't worry about that.
1: No, but that means... but. And there, there's, a, there's a little
0: more movement
1: Inge- Injecting the halves in it It still opens the conversation up Wider than it was before And the right?
0: sends are looking good Boston could pretend Boston are currently in a playoff spot Yeah, they've got games in hand But they look alright The you. other one I had for you Dude, is Dude, that this.
1: Metro division Is the, vision, the division of death, man what like about Anyone can make it
0: So my question then What happens to Terrian? Where does he go? What so does he do? Isles Vegas Panthers Vegas Stars, yeah, potentially. Potentially. Um, Jeez,
1: there's a there's so much movement, and very. It's so funny that this year that maybe f-
0: Boston or home,
1: dude. <laughs> don't even, you know. We, this year, we like. I have to say, like, I was talking to Ben today, and we, like the. Ooh, the, Detroit. Ooh, yeah, Detroit. Absolutely. Well. That I reckon they're going to give him two years I
0: quite like that young coach
1: So do I think he's a bit of a ledge too Like having watched win a Classic classics, okay. I'm like you know what Family man I'm a sucker for a
0: family man he's But he's dude. got the right attitude though Like Work-life balance
1: Work-life balance But he He has this expectation of his players Granted his, his squads Play not exactly where it needs to be And there's a, a bit of movement That they need to do there But I think He's on the right track I reckon they'll give him two or three years Yeah That'd be, that'd be nice
0: too. to see That would be good um, I, I
1: just, I'll, I'll, I will say this. I hope the Detroit fans give him the time he deserves.
0: Yeah, I'm on board with that. So where do you think Tarion goes? I don't know, man. I, do you reckon he doesn't get a job? I reckon... He's got a bad rap.
1: I reckon he's done, man.
0: Here's well, the thing I, that know, he, he's got a bad rap, but the know, NHL's I still an all-boys club. Someone will give him a that. gig. That, like,
1: maybe he goes to Florida. If I'm looking at any of those teams, maybe it's Florida that are willing to take him, but...
0: Well, you know what's interesting about Florida? they'd actually offer Julian the job.
1: Absolutely, right? And so, but... But, what are but they... he
0: had to wait to start the 2017, exactly
1: so, season. So do they do they offer it to Terry and he takes the rest of the year off? And then... Uh,
0: oh, my God. Imagine the Panthers offer Terry the job and then in four years, the Panthers are dying. And then they fire, and him, they fire him, him. And they fire him and they offer it to Julian.
1: <laughs> yeah! yeah! Three for three, baby.
0: <laughs> Unreal.
1: My God. Do it, going three for three would be... Probably the best storyline in the world. Or, so, so, all, so all or t- plot twist: mm-hmm. Julian is fired, Terian is hired.
0: Nah, it won't happen. Never happened, But imagine. So imagine. Fuck. So, real talk though. So, where do you think Terian going? Quick answer.
1: If I'm if I'm going anywhere, I, I would put my money on on, on Florida. You
0: reckon Florida? Sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway, but anywhere else, I, 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 it's either that or nowhere, as far as I'm concerned. I'm going
0: to throw Dallas out there for the reason that. Because Terrien somehow has this magical ability to take his skill players and turn them into grinders, uh, yeah, and suck the skill out of them. The Dallas, the Dallas brass will be like, "Fuck, we're leaking goals this year. We need someone that can grind it out and protect the net." And he's like, "Cool." And suddenly he turns Tyler Sagan into like a back-checking machine, uh, and then Tyler Sagan forgets how to score goals.
1: Yeah, see, and that's that's problem, right? And yeah, I
0: don't want to see Tyler Sagan doing anything other than score, score goals,
1: exactly, and bang all of the hoes. Wow. You see, you've seen his party picks.
0: Oh, look we we all know what we, Tyler, all, <laughs> we all know what Tyler does with his spare <laughs> we time.
1: What, we all know what Tay doing. And
0: let's just his. say let's just say Ty-Tye and Jamie running around <laughs> Texas in the off season. Having we all know what they we all know what they're doing.
1: Cam, would you suggest a few Rumbos?
0: <sighs> a lot of Rumbos. <laughs> all right, I need a rum now. So we're gonna we're gonna knock out some awards before we got we go. the awards.
1: The awards. So we all know that we changed the uh, we we changed the the Steve Odd award. The, the dog of the week.
0: Because Otter seems like a good dude. Because
1: Otter does seem like a bit of a dude.
0: One thing we didn't change, though, the Jumbo Joe Jumbo Legend of the Week.
1: And who do we go to? It's Your boy. Go to
0: my man, Cloud Julian, because his exodus from Boston was handled with class. He wrote a heartfelt letter to the players, the organization, and most importantly, to the fans. He left town with his head held high. Boom. And he's walked into the one of the most high-profile jobs in all of sports. Kudos to you. You epitomize poison grace. Yeah, I know, right? But more importantly... Did you, did you say the letter? Where he yeah. said you made my family feel at home for ten years. Yeah. I was like,
1: oh, it got me heartstrings. Heartstrings. Nah, I gotta say though, pretty fucking such a good story. Like this, I know we dwelled on it a lot, but the story is just so juicy. Like,
0: could be, could be the most fun I think we've had with hockey in five years. I okay, like. so let me ask fun you this. Year.
1: Is this the funnest thing that we've had so far? So, is this the best thing we've done, or trade deadline last year?
0: this because I think the potential the the way that other teams are gonna look at this move, it's such a bold move from Montreal. I think people are gonna go a little bigger at the deadline than they may have thought they yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- so th- shit I think like Montreal
1: sh- gonna like make a bit of a splash here. Well shit like
0: teams saying like look we're not gonna trade for Shatton Kirk. He's got a year left on his deal, we want a playoff rental. Someone Someone to play off Renault. Someone's gonna go, fuck it, we're getting Kirk. Yeah. Um see the Canes have put Justin Fork up. Yeah, they're like for we're the right price, you can have him. I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> like, All right. literally,
0: you're only good. Player. Nah, Noah <laughs> Hannifin.
1: Yeah, Noah Hannifin, and, and you know TiVo. Yeah, so we, we think, love TiVo.
0: I think this is going to embolden a number of other teams who thought. Do you know who's who, licking his who like, are we buyers? Right are we now? sellers? You know what? Fuck it, we're having a crack. You know who's licking his lips in glee right now? GMGM. GM. Fucking hell!
1: Can you imagine? Can you imagine him sliming? Sliming his way to his computer in Be, the morning, you know and opening he, up the news yeah. and just going,
0: "Fuck yes!" But you know what he's doing though, right? <laughs> but you know what else he's doing? He's making sneaky calls and sneaky like little coffee dates around the league, and he's yeah, going he like, "You know what? If you want to trade for Shattenkirk as a playoff rental, but you don't want him past of next year, flip it to me. I'll give you a first rounder."
1: Yeah. Can you have any first rounders? I got
0: I, fucking heaps. I could go me a Shattenkirk. Yep. Yeah, that's what yep. he's doing. Yep. Alright
1: Corey Perry What are you doing? Scoring Perry you gotta, Or not scorey Perry. Perry Nine goals this win. year Or something Yeah Jesus. you know who he Biffed with at the weekend yeah. Daniel Winnick You know who lost
0: Corey Perry Oh Daniel Winnick <laughs> Yeah right on Yeah he did Alright the Johnny Portrack <laughs> <Boy laughs> bone cruncher Of the week I'm going to give that To GM Mark Bergevan From the Habs Um, Well deserved by the way Well deserved I mean look you got to love The storyline The Habs are sliding Press gets upset Bruins blank them Fuck it, we're firing coach, coach. And Replace him with The beast coach Great Fucking story. love it Would watch the Straight to TV movie I also do like. I the watched the. You know what? I watched the, the daytime f- movie. For but sure. I like the fact that the last game before Terry's firing was the Bruins shutting the hags yeah, out and getting like, like fist fucked. I in. love yeah. that my team was in some way able to contribute. To I feel that like they contributed. Accent. I. I y- it was hey, obviously. It. it was obviously coming. And yeah, it was absolutely. The final straw. But I love that we were the final straw. Imagine I if it. the it, final thing he saw was the black and gold going fuck you And getting the old like double McFist in the way in. Double McFist, dude. But
1: uh, how funny it would have been if like the tables had been turned in the in, in that game, as in if they'd shut you out for zip and they'd fight him anyway.
0: <laughs> Hey, uh... are hey you so bi- just going like, to... Imagine the conversation. Oh, hey, Michelle, was it great? Yeah, you did this. Yeah, did great this. game. By the way, have you checked your email yet? You haven't.
1: Her, oh, oh, okay. Check your email. Maybe uh, we just... Yeah, we're we're going to... Can, we, can you just go to your office real quick? we there going bye?
0: Did you see the note saying <laughs> that the Habs players met with Bergevin Sands? So, there, okay, so there's okay. So there's there's
1: two meetings which have been going on around around in the internet. So there's there's two meetings that so that like there was a, a patches and Galchanik and a number of the number of the guys in Galago. They all they they met they met um with 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 the, with the GM. Hey, they basically
0: walked into his office and going. So no, there's, there's two So there was the
1: first meeting where there was there was a bunch of reporters around and they had a big press meeting. And then additionally, after that, in the locker room, it was it was it was Benjamin and 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 the the leadership group and they were like. We need a chat. And now it's pretty obvious what that chat was about, right? It's pretty clear.
0: I love it. Patches showing some real leadership.
1: Uh, I think there's still a few tricks left in this whole thing. Because I
0: maintain, too, (laughs) if Terrian was still at the helm, Patches could very, very easily have been Vegas bound.
1: Yeah, I think now that there's totally off the table.
0: Totally off the table. In fact,
1: I would suggest most of the Habs are off the table because Julian will want to write... Dehane. Oh, yeah, obviously. Bye, bye. Obviously. Well, you know where he'll go.
0: Canes. Hell. <laughs> for, <being so laughs> for being so shit. Hey, so <laughs> shit. Last, last one for the week is the Andrew Shaw shit bag of the week because which of the going Be your boy Gus Nyquist for the high stick. It was inexcusable. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad dude. He's a clean player overall, but that brain fart, the fact that he's looking right at Spurgeon, is going to cost him games. I feel money, like Spurgeon was
1: more surprised than injured. So. What?
0: Aside from games and cash, it's going to cost him <laughs> his reputation. Yeah,
1: now now he's got the cheap shot under his belt, and people are like, yeah, people going to remember. Like people don't forget, you know what I mean? People don't forget, especially. <laughs> I don't think Spurs is going to be forgetting that anytime soon. Like I said, I feel like he was more surprised. You know what I mean? Like surprised, like surprised and alarmed. You know what I mean? Like you know, three and a half out of five. He's like, oh. Well,
0: given that Nyquist looks like your lawnmower man, you probably didn't see it coming.
1: He looks like a poor boy. What are you talking about?
0: Either, either. All right. (laughs) That wraps it up. That we have been banging on. And on. But you know what? Worth it. What a great time. What a lovely time. It was really fun. You know
1: what? In lab apps, top stuff.
0: And we've been pretty good. We've only done one non lab app in the last couple of months.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, we've been out of the country. Things have been happening. I met a bunch of Vancouver fans. It was weird.
0: I'm not going to apologize for us leading high flying lifestyles. Neither am I. And we won't won't say what, but John and myself and our lovely sponsors at Cheapskate Hockey have some very exciting shit going on. Yeah, so in a couple of eps, we'll we'll, well, we'll elaborate. We've got some meetings next week. We have some actual meetings, like a proper business meeting. I know, it's weird. And the results of that, if everything goes as we are hoping it will, I there's like going to be some very exciting stuff coming out of this space. Yeah, so
1: watch this space, basically, and I, I think... Um, Both short-term
0: and long-term, there's going to be some exciting absolutely. things, yeah.
1: Absolutely. We're just trying to, you know, take you to the streets, just be, uh, get out there a little bit more, maybe just get some, some video content.
0: Just down with the people. Just down with the people. We're, it's, we're, a li- it's a little more impressive than that, and if we pull it off, you guys will see what we're talking yeah,
1: about. Yeah, we've got to downplay it a little bit for now, but, I mean, watch this space. Things are happening fucking the Habs now have the Bruins former coach the world is upside down things have happened that we just never expected GMGM GM is licking his lips things are happening fucking Caps are sitting on top of the league of the league table which is bizarre which means we're always going to blow it um, everything is not as it should be and that is a good thing Cam, For w- what is life what is life? So as you
0: guys know, all the episodes are available. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podcast and Podcast. The rest cast. the rest. We're everywhere. HolyPuckPodcast.com for all our blogs, all our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook handles are at HolyPuckPodcast. Absolutely. Podcast.
1: Make sure you throw some love on the iTunes
0: also, and I need you guys to do me a favor. I really want to get Brian McGrattan on our show. Oh, totally. So if you guys could start tagging Brian McGrattan in either tweets or Instagram posts saying, no, seriously, these dudes would be funny to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Can we just that'd chat? That'd be great. I sent him a DM and he didn't reply. I know yeah. he's a busy guy. But if you guys want to start tagging him and shit, I'd yeah, love yeah. to chat to him. It'd be great to get he, a couple of
1: I'm, reviews up on the iTunes as yeah, well. because be I
0: think his perspective on... Mistreatment of current players because they're no longer scared. is an interesting one and I would like to talk to them about it.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? We're
0: down for a chat. Lovely. Well John, it's been a pleasure. Smashing. He's done. let's go!